The first thing you need to know about Way McDonald is her voice. Gunshots and bullets won't change my perception. My heart is my weapon. My soul's at attention straight now. Mm, no, not that voice. Not the one that enabled her to blaze her way to a third-place finish in the 2016 season of The Voice. No, I'm talking about her other voice, her normal conversational voice that sounds more like this. <laughs> Hello, wait. Hi, my name is Leonie, and today is Thursday, July 13th. By her own description, it's a little girl's voice. She once compared it to a tiny, tiny, squeaky mouse. But it's also a beautiful voice of a young woman whose exuberance and joy in life is self-evident. Here's how she replied when my colleague Kevin Wexler asked her to describe her life. Other than my name being Way, I was on season 11 of The Voice. I got in third place and my life is extremely magical. Not because of The Voice. Well, yes, because of that, but also because music is and is awesome and art is awesome. And Here's how I describe her. Way McDonald is an enormously talented 19-year-old singer who lives with her family in Patterson, New Jersey, in an old faded industrial city that has endured poverty, crime, and other urban ills. She is a beacon of hope and an inspiring success story. But as with any young person, it hasn't always been a smooth or easy journey. Her ordinary speaking voice and her African-inflected name have sometimes caused her great pain as other kids made fun of her. More on that later. For now, I want you to listen to the story of a remarkable young woman. We're going to follow Way through several big steps in her career. You'll hear as she crafts and releases her first single. You'll be there as she publishes her first children's book. And we'll take you to a Hackensack studio where she recorded her first extended play album. We'll talk to her teachers, her mentors, and her parents on what it's like to raise a daughter with such astounding potential. This is Head Held High, The Way McDonald Story. Her full name is Wayani McDonald. Her father, Mac McDonald, said the name Way was derived from a character in a Nigerian novel that he had read several times. He said the name means diligent and committed. Here's Mac McDonald explaining their choice of her name. One of the main characters um, had a name that was a derivative of Way's name, and the name is committed and uh, diligent. Ani was uh, my wife's. Uh, effort to include her mother's name, and, <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and, uh, and then uh, we actually looked that name up as well, and it, it also has a significant meaning. So I think, um, um, you know, in, in a combination, all of um, uh, the kids' names are, are very significant, so we, we just wanted to make sure that she was able to walk through life having a name that uh, people can respect. As you'll hear in this podcast, the words committed and diligent do fit Way McDonald. But when she was an 11-year-old girl, the words her music instructors used to describe her were shy, reserved, and guarded. Very guarded, insecure, with this little voice. Hi, Miss Yolanda. That's Yolanda Wins, the music director of the Harlem School of the Arts, describing what Way was like when she arrived at the school eight years ago. 
Way had joined the school to audition for the Dorothy Maynard Choir, named after the founder of the school. And it was very interesting because when I came, she was my first class of students, and they said the Dorothy Maynard Choir. But when I walked into the room, it was only six girls, and Way was one of the six girls. And so I said, this is not a choir. This is Singers, so I changed the name to Dorothy Maynard Singers. And the girls were in individual parts, so it was soprano one through four. <laughs> and with Way having this peep-peep kind of voice, um, speaking voice, I said, okay, so you're a soprano. And I divvied out all the other girls. And so I was doing like a tune-up what we call a tune-up, and I was just playing the scales, and I said to the girls, okay, sing this, and Way opened her mouth and said, oh, I said, wait a minute, that's not the same voice, what, who's this person? <laughs> and so she says, well, that's what I sound like, after she lets out this voice. So I said, well, no, you're now my alto, because you're a strong alto. Wins, a former Broadway performer who would go on to become Way's mentor and vocal coach, had just experienced that odd moment that happens to many people when they first meet Way and learn the difference between her ordinary speaking voice and her anything but ordinary singing voice. A similar thing happened to Andre Betts, a record producer for artists like Madonna and Lenny Kravitz. As you'll hear later in this podcast, Betts would produce Way's first single and her first extended play album. But when Betts first met Way, she was this shy 12-year-old attending a summer camp he was running at his Hackensack recording studio. When I first heard Way's voice, I thought that she was making her voice sound like that. Now you're talking about her speaking voice? No. Mm, I knew her speaking voice was real. Her singing voice, I felt like her singing voice when I first heard it, that she was trying to put it there, and then I found out that that wasn't the case. That's a, a register and a range in her voice that she's comfortable, very comfortable singing at. But that's why my thing with doing this record, people love the difference between her speaking voice and her singing voice. So what I wanted to accomplish is everything in between your speaking voice up to the powerful voice, I wanted to make sure that on this record, everything in between there was captured as well, because that's you, you know? So that was part of what we did in the process of working on this record. We'll come back to the record later. But for now, I want to tell you a story about how this little girl found her big voice. Wins, or Miss Yolanda, as Way calls her, had a lot to do with it. Here's how she tells the story. And I remember in a voice lesson, I bought the song Listen from the movie, the Dream Girls movie, where Beyonce sings this song, Listen, and it's a, it's a big piece. And I said, well, we're gonna walk, work on this piece. And I remember her eyes getting so big. And she says, Miss Yolanda, I will never, never sing this. And I said, there's no such thing as never in this room. There's I'm working on it. It might be a challenge, but never is not an option. And from that moment on, we, we, we had a relationship. We, we created that relationship where she felt confident and she trusted me to get it out of her. And when she tackled that song for the recital, that was her song for the recital, she sang the song and got a standing ovation. And I think that overwhelmed her in the moment, remembering 
I thought I couldn't do this. And now I'm singing this song to an open venue and people are appreciating me with the applause. And not just applauding, standing ovation. And she, I remember she wept right on stage. And I just grabbed her and hugged her and I said, you did it. You made it happen. Now go and spread your wings. And so she did. But what very few people knew at the time was that Way was harboring a painful secret. We'll learn more about that period in her life in the next episode of Head Held High, The Way McDonald's Story. <laughs>